Hey, and welcome to another episode of Lessons for My Kids. So today we're talking about uh, things to discuss before marriage. And there's a lot of different sites out there that offer so many different uh, topics and hints and um, discussion points that you really, I could reference one, but really there are so many of them from uh, things like bride.com and Hitch hitched.com and lawyer sites and all sorts of things. Everybody's got an opinion on what you should be talking about before marriage. But really, when you start looking at it, a lot of these sites tend to have a a pretty similar list that before you get married, you definitely want to know some things because while you're in the early stages of getting to know someone, you should probably find out a little bit more and, and both of you should really be thinking about what is it long term? You know, granted, you're happy right now. Uh, the first year, maybe two years, maybe it's only weeks. But what's it going to look like five years down the road, 10 years down the road, 30, 50 years down the road? I mean, we granted, we don't know what the future is going to hold. And it's hard for us to determine that. But there are some things that you should probably discuss because a few topics are going to hit you pretty quickly that if you haven't discussed them, they can cause a lot of friction. If you can have these discussions, knowing that things may change over time, uh, at least this is a starting point for you to to open up the, the communication lines and to start thinking about the other person who's going to be in your life for a long period of time. Um, one of the things, one of the first things that I would be looking at is, is education. Um, you know, are are you educated? Are you planning on going back for more education? Um, because what happens is you're a different person as a student than you are as as a person out already working, doing what you love, trying to find uh, your way. Um, people who are in school haven't quite found their career yet. Um, They may be going for a certain career, uh, but they haven't gotten that job yet. And so they haven't really had the chance to be out on their own and to find that career. What you may find is that they can't find a job where you live and you may want to stay where you are. Again, this is one of the talking points, but but these are things that when somebody is done with school and they've gone out and they've been working, that's a little different than somebody who's still in school. So the first thing that I would suggest, and I am not a perfect expert. I mean, I've been married a long time, but I'm not, I may not be the perfect expert in every aspect of this, but I do strongly think and believe that people should be out in the workforce for about a year um, to try and find their own way uh, before you get married. Now, granted, you can be together, you can be dating, you can be uh, engaged, uh, but people really do need to find themselves in that year out of school. So uh, I, I would urge you to take that time. Now, when you're engaged or when you're discussing marriage, there are some things that you probably need to be talking about. And the number one thing that every list has shown is money and finances. Now, people, when, when people get married or, or decide to get married, they may get a joint financial account 
um, or a bank account. They may decide to keep everything separate. But knowing exactly what is the the your your significant other, uh, the other person in your relationship, what are their thoughts on money? How do they view savings? How do they view investing? Long-term financial goals. How do they feel about lending money, uh, be it to family members or to friends? Do they know about setting a budget? Um, what are they? What do they think about credit cards and debt? I mean, these are some things that if you have somebody who's a very big saver and you're marrying someone who's a big spender, this can be a very uh, divisive topic. Um, and once you're married and things are, maybe you have a joint bank account, it's going to become a huge frustration um, for both of you. Um, so talk about money, talk about finances, see where they're coming from, and you'll pretty quickly understand if, uh, if you guys mesh or if you are needing to probably hash some things out and figure out how to handle finances. Maybe you decide that one person is better at finances than the other, and that's okay. Um, but you have to set that plan and set that precedent up front. Um, another thing to consider is property. Uh, what are you bringing in? Are you are you bringing in, uh, you know, from a legal standpoint, I guess this is one of the things um, that sometimes people consider individuals, uh, individual properties separate. Um, so they want to keep it because it might be a family item. So there may be something that, that you decide early on that, you know, that that may be given to a sibling or it may need to go to somebody else. Um, you may want to discuss inheritance and how that gets taken care of from parents. Although most people when they're getting, maybe you're in your early ages of uh, like 20s and 30s, it may be too early to discuss that kind of stuff. But that's what one of these sites shows. And it, you know, how, how do you plan uh, to handle property that's in your, your marriage? Um, another thing is personal history. Now, everybody's coming with past. Nobody comes to a relationship without a past. Um, how, you know, talk about family, talk about health, talk about, you know, things that you've done in the past that, uh, you know, maybe you weren't perfectly honest about uh, to others, but, you know, this person's going to be big into your life. They should know uh, as much about you and, and you should know as much about them as possible. Um, you know, you don't want to come in here into a relationship and have a lot of uh, secrets um, that if they bubble up, it's not a good thing. Uh, another important thing is child and ch uh, children and parenting. And I've seen this on multiple sites that uh, they talk about uh, what are your thoughts on parenting? What are your thoughts about children? Um, you know, how many do you want to have? Uh, what was your parents' parenting style like? Is that, is that something that you are interested in uh, continuing? Maybe that style. Um, maybe they were big huggers and really doting, or maybe they were standoffish and uh, you know, kind of let you find your way. Um, there's a lot of different parenting styles, and we won't get into that here. But, you know, were your parents, did one of them stay at home uh, and one worked? Did you go to daycare? Um, you know, 
who's going to be the main uh, disciplinarian. Um, these are things to think about uh, because obviously if you have a parent staying at home, uh, that can be a benefit to, you, to the kids uh, if you have them, um, but it can also be a detriment to your finances. So these are things to, to think about. Um, another thing when it comes to children and parenting, you may also want to even discuss what happens if you can't have a child? Um, what are your thoughts on uh, adoption? Um, so these are these are some things that just before you're getting married, things to, to think about. Um, another thing is in-laws and, and your significant other's parents or brothers and sisters. You know, what what are the expectations of holidays and special occasions? Does everybody need to take part or is it going to be your family doing your own thing? Everybody's kind of different in, in how they want to handle that. Of course, you want to have family around for, for holidays. Um, but like what we did for Christmas, instead of going off to our parents, uh, we decided that we were going to let our kids have Christmas at our house. And every mo every Christmas morning, we would spend with our just our immediate family. Um, if our parents wanted to come, if our if our sisters and brothers, being uh, being a little bit further away, wanted to come, by all means, they were welcome. But we were always going to spend Christmas at our house. So these are things to think about. What about vacations? Are you going to be vacationing with your family? Um, you know what happens when your parents and uh, your 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 spouse's parents start getting older. Do you have any thoughts about how that's going to ha happen and how you're going to handle those things? Of course, a lot of these questions you may not have answers to, but it's just it gets that thought process going as far as how are we going to handle these things? Because again, when you're in your first year, second year, third year of marriage, and you might be in your own, only in your 20s, you're not thinking about you know, how is this going to play out over the next 20 years, 30 years? And some marriages last, some marriages don't, and partly because they haven't discussed these things. Uh, a couple of other quick points. Um, where are you going to live? Where do you want to live? What is your dream? Um, do you want to live in a cold climate? Do you want to live in a warm climate? Do you need to live by the beach? Do you want to have a lake? Um, do you want to live in the middle of the woods or in the mountains? I mean, these are some questions that if you don't have two people who are compatible, um, one may be a very outdoorsy person and another person might only love hotels and uh, being in, uh, being in a, a city setting. Um, it might be okay and there will be some flexibility obviously because nobody's 100% one way or the other but if you've got somebody who's truly an outdoors person and you've got somebody who's not um, you may want to find that out pretty quickly and where you live is a good question to start with um, it may come down to where your job uh, is located that you might have to go to a major city um, or you might be able to work remote uh, but where do you want to live and, and how do you want to spend your time? Which brings me to personal time. Uh, a lot of people have different leisure activities. So what are your, what are the things that you like to do outside, 
of your relationship. If you had the chance to go and do whatever you want, is it going and watching sports? Is it reading a book on a porch? Is it going fly fishing? Is it uh, taking a tour of, of, a, of a historical site or going to a museum? What you do in, the, in your personal time, if you both have similar th- uh, likes and similar leisure activities, that might be a little bit easier for both of you. Um, if one of you wants to go out and hang with friends and one only wants to stay stay home and play video games all day, that's probably not going to work out too well for you. So it's figuring out what do you casually like to do um, and are you expecting your your spouse or your significant other to give up their friends and activities um, or are you you know comfortable enough that you maybe you both have uh, similar likes but what do you do in your personal time is definitely a, a item to discuss uh, a couple of last ones conflict resolution how do you uh, what what happens when you get upset you're two individuals and you're not going to see eye to eye a hundred percent of the time but how how quick are you to get angry how quick are you to withdraw do you stop and think about the other person's uh, per- perspective do you have to walk away for a little bit and then come back and have a discussion um, or you know do you have to throw things and get angry and you know you know these are things that you need to talk talk about because if all you're doing is is creating more chaos in a situation depending on the level of of whatever happens um, that might not be a good situation for either of you um, obviously we don't want anybody to be put into a, a dangerous situation but having a conversation with somebody and showing respect and and being um, open to having these types of conversations can make things easier down the road um, last couple I said uh, religion uh, what religion are you what do you plan to do with your faith uh, how do you plan to raise your kids if you have any um, if you don't have the same religious belief uh, will that cause tensions what what are you going to ask of that person if you have a certain holiday that is within your religion are you willing to um, forego it or are you going to ask your spouse to be part of it or are you going to ask them to uh, not be a part of it do you attend church regularly or or religious uh, mass or ceremony on a regular basis uh, weekly service um, you know how is that going to change once you get married how maybe you even need to discuss how you're going to get married um, are you getting married in a religious uh, setting or are you going downtown to justice of the peace um, but if religion is going to be part of it religion you really have to have that conversation and then uh, last thing I'll say is is household tasks this is one that really uh, is <laughs> It's changed over time quite a bit. Um, you know, we used to have these set thoughts that women do one thing and men do another, or kids do chores, or 
household tasks need to be separated. Everybody needs to pitch in a little bit with cooking, with cleaning, with childcare, um, cleaning up the yard, uh, washing cars. Uh, I mean, there's so many tasks that come with a house and, and a home. Um, but how are you going to, to share those? Are you going to cook uh, once a week and, and plan the menu and then your spouse or significant other does it the next week? Um, do, does one person really enjoy cooking? And maybe the other person is willing to do the cleaning in, in exchange. Um, you know, these are things to discuss. Uh, you know, laundry is another one who, who handles laundry duty and who handles, you know, washing the windows and, you know, mowing the lawn. But these are things that every household has to do. Um, it's not like these, these jobs and tasks go away. But it's a matter of if you expect the other person to do everything, it's probably not going to be a long-lasting marriage. But again, having these conversations about such things as your household chores um, can make things a lot easier when it, you start thinking about how you're going to spend time together and who's going to handle what. So with that, um, I know there's other topics that we could be going into. I know we've talked about religion and childcare and where you want to live and what are your dreams? Um, what are your fears? I think those are some things that you could be talking about. Um, we've talked about chores. We've, you know, politics could definitely be a, a, a wedge topic. Um, so it might be something to discuss. What does your dream vacation look like? Um, how important is your career? I mean, these, there's so many topics that you can be talking about. So I think the key to this is communication. And it's sitting down before you guys make a commitment and say, here are some things that we should probably discuss. Because five years in, if, if you don't have uh, finances in the right place or they're not the way that you would do it and the other person is spending and you're saving or vice versa or you no longer have activities or never had activities that you really like to do together or your in-laws are driving you crazy um, you can you can head off some of these things early on setting expectations um, setting ideas of what you see and envision your marriage to be like. Um, obviously, it won't be 100% accurate because life has an interesting way of making things happen, but it is important for you to have these conversations. So with that, um, again, there's more that we could talk about, but uh, this has already gone on long enough. Um, and so to my kids, I love you. And anytime you want to talk about this stuff, please let me know. Um, for all of you who are out there listening, first off, thank you for listening. And if you are in a relationship, um, hopefully this gives you some ideas of things and topics to be talking about um, before you go uh, before you go into that marriage. Um, and uh, hopefully it will be a long-lasting and happy marriage for you uh, after having those conversations. So. Again, thank you for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Thanks.